More Ian Beckles and Jay Retcher on WDAE. Why, why, why? We're going to the Bartow for DAE Hotline, the General of the West Wiggle Battalion, the Admiral of the East Wiggle Armada. It's our guy, Michael Clayton on WDAE, presented by Green Yo. Tiger Tampa. Tampa's trusted soft washing and exterior cleaning specialist, MC. Listen up. How we doing, my friend? I'm good, man. We're trying to wiggle our way to our first win out here in Plant City. We uh building 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 something great here, man, a little at a time. But we at practice now. Excited to talk to you guys. What's up? Talk to me. Man, we appreciate you and uh listen, the wide receiver position, you know it well. Mm-hmm. What do you have you seen over the last couple of years from a guy like Cole Beasley that would get the Buccaneers to want to bring him into the fold and work with a guy like Tom Brady because He's, uh, I'm sure, a welcome addition with all of these injuries that the wide receiver well, court has. I tell you one thing that he has. Why, <laughs> where you wiggle at Cole Beasley? He's got it at the top of his routes. Uh, he's a savvy veteran. The reason why a little body like that is able to get separation is because of his wiggle. I know that Tom Brady has really likened him in the likes of the other smaller receivers like a Wells Welker, uh, Julian Edelman, those type of guys. Uh, route running ability is why he's uh, had such a long career. So Cole Beasley is definitely a veteran guy who can come in, get Tom Brady the separation that he needs to, you know, throw throw a, throw a good ball in there. And uh, right now, when you got uh, players down, it's veteran presence that uh, really allow your team to kind of keep that championship mentality. He's going to help the team out tremendously in that way. Mr. Clayton, listen, I think, I don't think, I know you played the game with an edge. I like to believe I play with an edge. But watching Mike Evans last week, you know, defending his brother, I'm all good for that. But what is your, you know, what do you think about the act itself? At the long run, he's going to miss a game, which is going to hurt the Buccaneers. But when you saw him do what he did, what was your opinion on the act? Yeah, um, I mean, at first I didn't I didn't really see it at, at first. I may have went to the bathroom and I saw the tail end of it. Uh, what it looked like, you know, when it, when this happened, when Jameis Winston uh, was the quarterback, you know, that those type of things can happen, uh, uh, Ian. But the more that I watch the tape, he's first he's coming out to defend his quarterback, which you expect that out of every player on the team to defend your quarterback. And then when the, when when Lattimore pushes Leonard Fournette. Mike just simply pushes him in the same manner that he pushed Leonard Fournette. Now, hey, you you know that there's a history between those guys. So I, I view it, you know, the action. I kind of re- retracted my statements because I was like, man, the guy needs to be, you know, he's going to be fined. He needs to be suspended simply because you can't have those things. I was looking at it like a situation like that happened when Jameis Winston was the quarterback. This was not the case, Ian. He was defending this guy. And he didn't do it in a way where he cold clocked the guy, you know. He did it in a way he ran, walked up to the guy, pushed him. Uh, I feel like he, you know, he, he didn't really deserve to be suspended. Had this been the first uh, uh, first time that it happened, he wouldn't have been suspended. But because it's happened so many times, I feel like the league needed to do something to keep control over the players, over the situation, to kind of eradicate those type of things from happening uh, across the league. So, uh, you know, it's, it hurts the team tremendously, and I think that because they have history, that's why the penalty uh, was so was so hard. 
Mike, we're so blessed to be able to talk to you every Thursday at 4.30. And, you know, grabbing that red line, I know it's something that you've really uh, oh, bestowed yeah. upon us. And I, I'm looking for that every time a, a ball's thrown out of bounds and I'm looking at the position of the receiver. A guy like Scotty Miller, I mean, he's a guy that Ian and I were kind of joking before the season, like how many times are they going to bring up Scotty Miller? But he got his opportunities in that game with New Orleans, and he didn't really make the most of said opportunities. What has yeah. been the reason why Scotty Miller hasn't taken that next step and been a reliable member of this receiver core for Tom Brady and the Bucks? Yeah, I, I would be I would be slow to kind of drop the hammer on Scotty Miller. Um, the, the truth be told, he's made a lot of big plays, and he's in the position because the coaching staff have the trust in him. Now, when you're not on the football field, that does something to you. When you got guys like Julio Jones uh, and, and Russell Gage, they, they come into the system now. They're getting all of the reps that you got last year. So you got to find a way to get uh, mentally prepared so that you're ready when your number is called Unfortunately, Scotty Miller wasn't able to kind of make that transition from being a, a player last year of getting all of the reps as a third receiver, fourth receiver, uh, and now he's not getting those reps, not able to capitalize when, it, when given his opportunity. So I just think it just becomes where, you know, he, he, he's, a, he's a great kid, uh, um, and I, I call him a kid. He's a great mm-hmm. young man uh, that has done a lot for this organization as of late. And I just feel like he just needs to pay attention to his role. He has the ability to make those big plays, Jay. Uh, he's shown that. So he just got to come about it from a different perspective. He's a role player that has to be ready to go. He has to change his mindset that he might not get those physical reps, but he still has to be ready. If he can make that transition better, I think he'll be all right. Looking at his mistakes will help him not to make those mistakes again because you know Tom Brady won't continue to deal with a player who continues to go out there and make those type of mistakes. Well, Tom Brady last year led the league in everything, uh, yards and all, passing this and that. And this year it seems a little bit different, and he seems pretty uptight about it. What have you seen as a difference between the passing game last year as towards as to this year? Because obviously last year, even in losses, we were piling up ridiculous passing yards. The passing game hasn't quite been there this year. Has it been a recognition thing? Do you think the 12 days of him being off has been a big deal? Or do you think it's a lack of talent? No, no, I, I don't think it's either of those things. You know, I don't think uh, Tom Brady could have took 20 days off and still been capable of coming in and throwing the football. Um, he has missed some throws, but we've seen that in the past as well. And I think it's all about timing. Uh, the reality and what I believe it is is just a, a, a different head coach with a different perspective, a more physical uh, a dominant uh, mindset that you want to go out and you want to pound the football. I think that's that's the message that was relayed to Byron Leftwich that that's what Ty Bowles wants to see. He has a lot of confidence on his defense to hold them to a, a, a less points. And if you can run the football, run the clock out, and keep your opponent, you know, uh, from scoring high points, which we've been successful in both of the games that we played, then the formula to win games becomes just that. That's your identity. We're going to run the football and pass it when we know that we can. And the, the luxury that the Bucks have is. We have the guys to pass the football, but if you can establish a running game, you know, like last week, they knew we were running to the right side and we were still able to get positive yards, not able to get 100 yards. But that's, that, Ian, you know when a defense knows that you're going to run the football and you can run 75 yards, there is some positives that you can pull from that. And so I just believe that that's the identity, man. We're going to be a more physical football team. That's going to win us some games, and we know when we got to rely on the passing game 
we can go win ball games like uh, as well uh, in our passing. It makes us a more complete team. And I think Todd Bowles is really, really understands his team and trying to give them that identity. Mike, you and I have discussed when you went to New York how Eli Manning and the work ethic that he put in to be, you know, an NFL quarterback. Uh, and the question that was asked for Tom Brady today about, you know, the quarterback's responsibility to make the young receivers better because, you know, Aaron Rodgers is dealing with that in Green Bay right now. From your experience and, and you know, on both sides, on both sides of the mic, whether you're playing or now in the big bad media, mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think the responsibility is of a quarterback when you have a bunch of young receivers in order to kind of shepherd them into learning how to not just be a professional but also a contributor to the team? Yeah, it, you, you have to be smart about your leadership, Jay, and every situation is different. You know, Eli Manning leaned a lot on me as a veteran wide receiver to get the young players in order. He really wasn't a big vocal guy. Tom Brady is a big vocal guy. He can start. Uh, he can come right to the source and motivate those guys, and they listen. You know, uh, when it comes off the tip of his lips. So every situation is different. You know, Tom Brady being being the goat and has seen a lot of success from many different types of wide receivers. Everything that he says is valued and should be valued by, you know, the players on this football team. So all he has to do is just correct his guys. Hey, Scotty Miller, I expect you to fight through this little physical contact, get two hands on the football, and be great. Just that little motivation is going to get Scotty Miller's mindset into, hey, man, he's holding me into, I don't care if he's holding me, I'm still going to go out and make this play. Hey, if the ball is low, I need you to be great. When that's coming from Tom Brady, you have more focus when you got that out route and the ball is thrown low to focus and make that play because Tom Brady is challenging you. So I think that it's very valuable to have his voice. Uh, All he has to do is speak his mind, and I think that the guys really conform and try to give him what he's asking for. Tom Brady has that luxury to do that. He's been well doing that uh, great since he's arrived in Tampa. Well, MC, we talked about you taking the Plant City Raiders job, and uh, which is a beautiful thing for those kids. I know they're they're going to be better for it. You guys are zero four, unfortunately, but listen, we understand that Rome wasn't built in a day, and things take <laughs> take a while. That's real talk now. Uh, yeah, what, what has been the toughest part of coaching to this point? Ah, uh, man, it's just uh, you know staying consistent. You know, when you come into a culture and you're trying to like set your mark, you know, I, I push these guys hard. We wake up every morning. At Monday, uh, and we're on the field at 6 a.m. So a lot is a lot is required when you're on the championship mindset. You know, we got injuries, we got guys who don't know the difference between being hurt and injured, mm-hmm. uh, and, and that's you know that's what the new culture is all about: pushing guys to maximize their full potential. It takes a few weeks to get that established, and I just feel like even though we haven't came up with wins, we've gotten better with our mentality. We've gotten better with our preparation. We face many different level of caliber teams that come through and give us many different looks. And when you have young players, they got to get used to seeing these things. I got over 10 players that never played football before. And we, you know, in the first half, we've been in every football game and should have won our game against Durant last weekend, holding them to a minimum points. And we kind of gave up three or four big plays that, that gave them the game. So we're moving forth in a positive direction in Plant City. I feel very excited about you know, eliminating the bad and bringing in the new with our young players and kind of growing with them over the next couple of years. And uh, you said it, man, Rome is not built in a day, but I'm sure trying to build it in a day, baby. Don't stop me. (laughs) I'm trying to get it this year. The reality is in high school football, all you really need to do is win your three district games, and we start that in two weeks, and I know that we're going to be fully prepared. We'll be a different team once district starts. 
uh, and we'll be prepared to kind of take our district on head on. Michael Clayton on WDA presented by Green Tiger Tampa, Tampa's trusted soft washing and exterior cleaning specialist. Mike, tell us a little bit about Green Tiger before we let you go. Oh, yes, man. We're not a pressure washing company. We're a soft washing company. Ooh. It takes hours upon hours, and the prices change from three to four times when you're dealing with pressure washing, having to pressure wash every square inch, and soft washing, which we use our cleaning surfactants. If you have mold, mildew, green algae on your screens, on your gutters, on your roof, your roof is black, and you're thinking about getting a new roof, all you got to do is pay a few hundred dollars and get Ooh. it clean. Mm. You call Green Tiger Tampa. We will come out and give you a free estimate. Actually, we can do it right over the phone, send that agreement to you, and you can agree to it. We put you on the schedule. You got bugs, uh, spider webs uh, uh, on your front door. Uh, those things happen at different times of the year. You want those things clean. We clean, uh, easily come out and get you taken care of, man. I appreciate the opportunity to speak about that. Good stuff. We're, we miss your bedazzled uh, self at the yes, cafe. You, you, make a, you make a cameo every once in a while. <laughs> I, 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 will, I had some family in town, man. I had to tend to them, but, you know, we're right back at it next week. Beautiful. Appreciate All right, Thanks, brother, Mike. man. Good to talk to you as usual. Always. All right. The great Michael Clayton who knows his stuff. Listen, I, I'm a fan of Michael Clayton.